Ladies and gentlemen, this is Kyle Martinez Bahi, and welcome to Wrestling Junkie. Sorry for a little bit of shakiness. The studio is moving right now. Um, I was gonna do the Superstar Shakeup today, and uh, something happened this past this past Wednesday that was really, you know, it was, it was devastating in a lot of ways because this is one of my heroes. Um, this, this man is the living legend. You got to understand this, this man has done so much for professional wrestling. He was the John Cena before the John Cena. I don't, he was the Hulk Hogan before the Hulk Hogan. He was the superstar before the superstar was a thing. This man sold out Madison Square Garden more than any performer. And he grew up in Italy during when Hitler was raiding fucking cunt oh sorry sorry for the language I tried really hard on that one raiding countries when the Nazis were there and he was hiding in a mountain with his mom and he came to America in 1950 in 1959 he debuted the longest reigning WWE champion Ever Well, back in the day, it was WWWF, which was owned by Vince McMahon Sr. And he, he, had, he held the title for over eight years. That is insane. And hearing him pass, I know he was 82. He lived a long life. And it was just really sad. It hit me really hard, like what happened with Dusty Rhodes. But Bruno... Rest in peace. I I want to I I just wanted to take this episode to to tell everybody, you know, a, a legend is gone, and but he's up there with more legends, you know, Macho Man and Dusty and just so Andre the Giant, just so many more, and but his his legacy uh, his legacy will live on. I've been watching nothing but matches. Uh, I watched uh, when he won the title from Buddy Rogers, uh, the, nat- the Nature Boy Buddy Rogers. I uh, when he lost, the, uh, and then when he he's actually I was reading too <clears throat> the first two time WWE champion. Well, you know, back in I'm just gonna say WWE because it's easier to say instead of a mouthful of like WWWF. <laughs> And he retired in uh, 87, I believe, um, I read. And, you know, and he had a long hiatus, and he didn't get inducted until WWE's Hall of Fame. Should have been a long time ago. Not until 2013, the class of 2013. And it's just, it's crazy. You know, he had that beef, and I heard... um, Uh, Triple H was the one that set it all up. Like, we need Bruno San Martino in the Hall of Fame. There can't be a Hall of Fame without Bruno San Martino because, man, look at what he did for the company itself. He, uh, a mega superstar, and I looked up to his style and his build, and he wasn't that tall. He was 5'10", 276 pounds, and picked up guys and tossed them and, you know... He, he, he was he was one of he was definitely an Italian stallion if you will but 
as all things happened, you know, death is a common thing in life, but it just, it just really sucks when it comes to somebody you really look up to, um, you know, of course, somebody you love, part of the family, etc. but, like, I, 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 I take these things really hard, and I take my family's deaths really hard, too, so don't think I'm, like, a cold monster when it comes to my family, no, I just take things really hard, and especially, I remember when I heard Dusty pass, oh, man, you know, and I used to wrestle, uh, back in the day, and I, I wanted my style to be like Dusty, I wanted to have that build like Dusty, but I also wanted that presence like Bruno San Martino, you know, I wanted that build because he wasn't, like, super, like, cut or anything, he was just a big, strong man, and that's what I wanted, Dusty was like, I'm not, he's not, like, looking super jack fit like a Hulk Hogan, he had that style, baby, and he can talk so, and it, it's one of these things is this is why I love professional wrestling because you get attached to these to these people, you know, and then when you learn about them in real life and how how he sold out the garden more than anybody. That's crazy. You know, you got to think about all the athletes that have been to the Madison Square Garden. How many times WWE's gone to the Madison Square Garden? That dude was selling it out on his name alone. And I saw a really beautiful thing in New York. They they put it up a nice little tribute at the Madison Square Garden for Bruno. And I know, no, I hope somebody from New York hears this, but I thank you, New York. Uh, and I thank you, Madison Square Garden, because I thought that was really sweet and special. Um... Uh, next week, though, I will talk about the the shakeup. I'm still taking some notes on it, and I was gonna go full on, but this happened this past Wednesday. So, you know, and I'm I'm looking more and more into breaking down things, and you know, I really want the show to go on, you know, just various topics, and I, I want to know your thoughts. This is uh, something I've been thinking about for a little bit. I want to know. What do you guys want to hear about? What do you guys think? I, how much you know, test my wrestling knowledge? That would be awesome. C plus studios at yahoo.com. Just send questions, put wrestling junkie question, and I will go through the emails and I will look it up and <clears throat> try to answer the best, do my research. But this episode right here is, de- is dedicated to Bruno Sam Martino. Rest in peace, good sir. You will be Miss the Living Legend. And I also have some cool facts that I've learned, but you know, and I don't, I I was talking to somebody about it and someone's like, "Well, yeah, you know, Barbara Bush died." And I was just like, "That yeah, that's sad. I mean, I've learned different things." But, you know, Bruno San Martino is more part of my world than anything else, you know. I I I'm one of these guys where I, I I I look more at the the fantasy or you know sci-fi you know the things that I love the comic book world the professional wrestling world these are my little bubbles that I escape from and then when something happens and it, it, it hits you hard like you know and if I grew up loving you know just the outside world of what I really like because I'm very enclosed I like it I I don't 
feel ashamed of being like, if you were like, well, tell me who blah, blah, blah in history is. And I'd be like, well, I can tell you when Bruno San Martino debuted. I could tell you when Bruno won the title and how long he had it for. Good sir. I, I'm one of these guys where I am comfortable knowing what I know. Knowing that this dude, uh, there's a lot of people that that he you know he's helped shape and molded because of, of who he said he you know he when he came to America he made something of himself the American dream right there and something that people think is lost he came to this country after dealing with Nazis and dealing with bombing and he got really sick and he came here and became a mega superstar you couldn't go anywhere without knowing his name Especially on the East Coast, you know, especially at what Madison Square Garden should just be called the Bruno San Martino Garden because of how how he packed that place just for him. Just for him. And so I have some really other cool facts that I wanted to bring up that uh, hold on. Let me grab my notes. I had a couple notes and I know I'm just ranting right now, but uh, the vehicle is moving and I need to get myself in place. But, let's see. Yeah. Was the first ever two-time champion. Held the title for 2,803 days. What I said, over eight years. Um, oh, yeah. Bruno San Martino set the world record for bench press in 1959. So, the year he debuted. He was 14... Um, uh, he was a scrawny 14-year-old who was lucky to be alive. Nine years later, he, you know, that's when he came here in 1950 from Italy. And uh, he finding a purpose, he found in the weight room. He, the weight room was something that he, he built himself upon. He became big and strong from there because he, that he was puny. He was tiny. And, you know, he, he made himself um, big and strong so nobody would mess with him. And... But San Martino was so strong that he set an unofficial, unofficial world record for the bench press when he put up an unprecedented 565 pounds. Oh, man. Um, you know, no performance enhancements. Uh, you know, this is just pure raw strength. Oh man, and I, there's this one little note that says, uh, Bruno San Martino's, uh, name was also, uh, who was it? Um, Bruno Mars, but I really don't care about that. Uh, he said his dad. I thought that was cool. And he was born, uh, on October 6, 1935. He was trained by Ace Freeman and Rex Perry. Um,. Sorry, my notes are all over the place because I wanted to be somewhat prepared. But, yeah, it's, it's crazy, man. And uh, he's headlined w, uh, three WWE shows at New York's Shea Stadium. That's another big one. From uh, 1964 until his closing in 2008, Shea Stadium provided Queens residents with a place to check out 
baseball's best. Usually they were passing through town to beat up on a lonely Mets, which left the people of Queens country looking for a hero. They found one, and Bruno San Martino, the living legend, headlined the only three professional wrestling events to take place on the Mets' home field. The first show was called Showdown at Shea. Went down in 1972 and featured a grueling 65-minute draw between San Martino and Pedro Morales. Four years later, Bruno fought off the challenge of Stan the Lariat Hansen to hang on to his coveted title. At the final Shea Stadium card in 1980, San Martino got retribution against his former protege, Larry Zabisco, inside the confines of a steel cage. I'm going to watch that match. Uh, Bruno San Martino was more than just a regional attraction. You know, he was, it was one of those things where, you know, the, the, the superstar athlete like a Michael Jordan. This man would go anywhere and people would be like, oh, we know you, you're the wrestler. And I heard really cute interviews like that. Um, I, I've heard one on a, here's a fun plug, um, on the art of wrestling. And man, hearing what he went through like with his family and his dad and his mom and um, let's see, the, let's see, notes, 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 the notes, notes, notes. Oh. Um, when he became the first ever two-time champion, Bruno once again proved to be the premier competitor in sports entertainment and carried the title for a second impressive reign of 1,237 days. So this is his second time around. Although he lost the title to superstar Billy Graham in 1977, the year Star Wars came out, fun fact, eh. San Martino's uh, cumulative time as WWE champion across only two reigns stands as a st- it stands at a staggering 4,040 days. Man. Uh, they, they, now they change titles. Now they change titles like hotcakes now, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, you know, and, uh, like, yeah, here's a really cool one. Miraculously, Bruno survived Hitler's reign of terror. In a near fatal case of scarlet fever before arriving to the United States in 1950. And, you know, that, this, this guy has seen it all. And I'm really sad that he never, you know, he had to have a 25 year feud with Vince and wondering if he actually really patched things up, you know, even though he got into the Hall of Fame. Cause I remember when he got into the Hall of Fame, it was so cool. I have, a, I actually have a really cool action figure. Now I want I, I I'm hoping you know I I know these things are are considered a money grab but now I want my box set I've always wanted a box set for Bruno I've I've always, you know I remember I got excited one time because they did the best of Madison Square Garden put Bruno San Martino right on the cover I think it only had a couple matches that's why I didn't get it um, but I you know I I think it's time to have a really full blown documentary. Like they just did for Andre the Giant. Even if it's HBO, even if it's not WWE, that would be awesome. And, you know, it, it was really cool, too, seeing all the superstars, uh, in, um, you know, former. And I, I love, I love Iron Sheik's tweets. He, you know, and he, he says, the living legend. <sighs> well, you know. I know this this episode's not that long. Uh, I just really, really wanted to pay tribute to to the the great and the living legend. 
And as you can tell, I'm kind of bummed. It's it was a big one. It was a big one. And I I look forward to going inside and watching matches. You know, I want to show my daughter this. Like this is why I like it, baby. And let just let her watch it. You know, and let her watch some other superstars I really admire who are really are are close to me. Not not in the you know you know what I mean. But it's. It's one of those things too, where I, I now I'm, I'm I want to dig deeper into the well, especially with that arrow with him, you know. And I I would need to go buy his book. Uh, his book's been really expensive. Like every time I look for it, it's like over twenty some odd dollars. But now I am determined to go find his book and read his book and just learn more about the man. I know what I know. From the interwebs to wrestling matches I've seen. But now I want to dive in deep. I want to go in there and be like, okay, let's look at this. Let's look at that. Let's look at this. You know, and it. I'm glad he's in the WWE Hall of Fame. I want to see a DVD box set, like just full on. It doesn't even have to be WWE. It can be uh, just... It can be just an awesome documentary because I think this man's life is really interesting, especially everything I found. Um, yeah, and he's he's met tons of movie stars. He's you know I, I I know he's met Arnold Schwarzenegger and stuff like that, and that's that's freaking awesome. But my time is up, ladies and gentlemen, and I know this is a short one. I'm really sorry. But next week, I will talk about the WWE Superstar Shakeup. A lot of things have happened. A lot of things um, are shifting towards awesome storylines, especially possibly hinting at Miz versus Daniel Bryan and building that feud to a match because it's been a long time coming. All right, ladies and gentlemen, RIP Bruno San Martino. Much love, much respect. Also... R.I.P. to Dusty Rhodes, R.I.P. to Andre the Giant, R.I.P. to all the legends up there, Macho Man, you know, everybody. And I want to thank you for listening. Uh, I love you all. And I'm sorry for the curse word earlier. I just got too excited, you know, and I ramble on. But have a good night. Peace out. I'll see you next week.